Angela Bryant, and you're listening to The Angel Rated Show, where we have inspiring conversations with the people behind the products and services most often used by online business owners. On the show, you'll hear how their personal beliefs and values have influenced their businesses. If you're an online entrepreneur who wants to know about the integrity and impact of the businesses you're buying from, then this is the show for you. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Angel Rated Show. I'm Angela Bryant and with me today I have Louise Goss who is founder and editor of The Homeworker. So Louise, do you want to start by telling us what The Homeworker is? Right, well The Homeworker is a few different things. I think of it as the, the main product if you like is a magazine, a quarterly digital magazine and we also do an annual print edition and then we also have our blog our community. But the idea behind the homeworker is that it's fairly self-explanatory. It's for people who work from home and it's there to support, encourage and motivate people who work from home and basically help people achieve that healthier, happier, more productive lifestyle when they're working from home. So tell us a bit about why you started it and the story behind it. So the idea for the homeworker began actually quite a few years ago. After we actually launched in January 2019, so about 18 months ago now. And I think the idea had been kind of germinating for a little while before I actually launched. And I'd love to say that I could see the horizon and that everybody was going to be working from home. That wasn't actually the case. I could see it as something that more and more people were doing. I could see that more people were wanting to do it and have that flexible working. And I also became really aware of how many small business owners there were and and the sort of the variety of people and the things that they were doing all based at home and all very sort of siloed in in their little offices or workspaces. And I really wanted to start talking to those people. Initially, it began just as a way of profiling them and helping to promote them. But equally, I just wanted to start building a kind of a community around it to help people connect and engage when they were working from home, because obviously it's quite an isolating experience or certainly can be. And I think from my own experience, I've been working from home and for myself for almost well over a decade now. And I knew about some of the challenges. I think there were lots of great benefits to it and I I love it but equally I was aware of a lot of the sort of struggles that people might have a lot of the questions around it around focus motivation the loneliness aspect and I just started seeing a magazine as a really good vehicle to kind of answer all those questions talk to people who do it find out from them you know how they navigate certain challenges and and so this idea kind of started to blossom and yeah, I, and as I say, I, I launched the magazine. And the reason it was a magazine, perhaps more than just a blog or something, was that I just really wanted to curate something that kind of looked really, really nice and that people would like to receive. But also there were so many kind of elements and facets to working from home. You know, it's very blurred, those boundaries between you know, work life and home life. And you know, we need to think about our well-being, we need to think about our workspace and our environment, we need to think about our you know, household and how we're communicating with people when we're alone. Um, we need to look at our mental health, of course, and our mindset. So all of those things came together and that's where I was like, right, and, and of course productivity as well. So all of those sort of a sections, if you like, within the magazine. Sounds like it covers an awful lot. Well, I wanted to take quite 
a holistic view of homemaking because as I say I, I think probably a lot of people now are becoming aware of how integrated it is and how it affects you know it, it's not as easy to compartmentalize and just be like I am at work when when you're working in the same place that you live things do become quite integrated quite blurred so this holistic view is how I sort of saw it work I wanted to kind of reflect the reality of what it's like to work from home and you know there are really good things one of the beauties of working from home is sort of the flexibility you get the autonomy but equally having that autonomy being left to your own devices being able to have much greater control over your schedule can for some people prove a bit more of a tricky point because you know they haven't got somebody there dictating their agenda or making sure they're getting on with work so staying accountable um, staying on track and focused can be a bit of a challenge. So have you got a vision for where you want the business to go over the next five or ten years or a legacy you want to create from it? <laughs> yeah it's been evolving quite organically if I look at where it was back in 2019 I could never have predicted some of the things that have well first of all there was this coronavirus of course but I could never have predicted sort of some of the people I have spoken to some of the sort of brands and, and people I've collaborated with and and some of the opportunities that have come out of it as well so you know I'm sort of in some ways letting it evolve quite organically and letting and sort of but yes of course I do have a vision for it. I would love it to, you know, just to keep growing it at the moment and, you know, increase, you know, get the word out and make as many, let as many people know about it as possible because I know how helpful a resource it, it can be. And then, of course, I mean, as I said I, before, I do a print issue and it may be that I look to produce that more frequently because I do think people love still that tactile experience of a printed magazine. And so initially I was kind of testing the waters with it a bit and I, I quite like the annual edition that we do because it curates a kind of best of the years digital content includes a bit of fresh content as well and and it's something just really nice to you know to have you know and and it looks good and it's not a flimsy throw it away after a few days kind of product so it might be that I look to expand on that or kind of increase the frequency of printing we'll have to see but really, yeah, it's to kind of keep growing our subscriber base, keep growing the community. And, and you know, there may be a couple more products or things down the line as well that I look to work on. But at the moment, it's such a full time job, just getting the magazine together, keeping the website up and running. And, you know, I am a one woman band and I have a family at home and, um, you know, life goes on, as so many of us can appreciate. So at the moment, I'm kind of happy with how it's going but I am just constantly constantly reassessing I suppose. We were talking earlier about whether there's ways the magazine can respond to some of the big issues of our time and you mentioned that you've got an upcoming issue that's around sustainability so tell us a bit more about how you're integrating some of those big things that are going on in the world into what you offer. Yeah, so I mean, it's really important for me. I mean, I, I'm a journalist by trade. So that's part of the reason why a magazine was something that really appealed to me. But it is a quarterly magazine. So it's not designed to kind of be reactive to like breaking news and, and, and doing all that sort of thing. And we do have a blog, which can be a bit more responsive in that way. But really, this was it was a kind of a, a more of a, a supportive resource. However, we do want to touch on 
anything that's newsworthy that's relevant to people working from home and, and our readers so I do take care in kind of noticing okay what what's happening what's going to affect people uh, and what's going to be interesting to them of course what do they want to read about so yeah there have obviously been quite a few things in the news recently that have had a big impact on people working from home I mean coronavirus was obviously a key one and became quite a focal point for our April issue, looking at flexible working and sort of how coronavirus raised the profile and importance of flexible working. And yes, as you've mentioned, our upcoming October issue focuses on sustainability. Um, and each issue does have a theme and we, we always keep them, I say, relatable to the sort of the working from home. But within each theme, you have all the same topics that I've mentioned about mindset and workspace and your well-being. So with sustainability, we are very much looking at it from an environmental perspective and, and how we can be more green. So, you know, looking at our work environment and how we work from home and how we can reduce our carbon footprints and our impacts on the environment and certain practices and things that we can think about. And that's really interesting. Equally, you know, from a mindset point of view, for instance, we're looking at, okay, how do you sustain a positive frame of mind? How do you sustain your energy levels when you're a parent and you're working from home? So there are lots of different ways of looking at it. But yes, certainly climate change, the sort of the green agenda is obviously really important and they're becoming increasingly so. So I think it's something that we do touch on, but perhaps not in a, it's more of a kind of, you know, looking back in a reflective way rather than, you know, instantly responding to sort of like the latest headlines. That makes sense. So turning a bit more to you personally, do you want to tell us a bit about your personal values and what drives you? Values are, values are interesting. Like I, I remember doing a few years ago some work on values. Like I worked with a business coach and we, we sort of had to hone in, okay, what are my values? And I think it's really important actually to look at those and kind of constantly remind yourself of what those values are because I think we can get quite carried away by everything that goes on, especially if you're running a business. And sometimes it's really useful to just come back and centre on yourself again and actually look, okay, what are my values? And, and am I aligning with those values in terms of what I do? Because ultimately by doing that you know that you're on the right track and generally what you're doing feels good and 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 not disingenuous and and you know you're not doing things just because you feel you ought to or because other people are doing it you're doing it because it has real purpose and meaning for yourself and i think for me that integrity and honesty and sort of really being quite intentional with things has always been quite key for me and I think one of the key things for me was I wanted to do something that was supportive, creative, and that aligned with me and how I wanted to, to work. And, and like, as I've mentioned, that, that honesty, integrity thing has always been very, very important in terms of my values. And so, again, with the homeworker, I am often experiencing and sort of on the same journey as many of the readers and have the same challenges but equally, you know, enjoy some of the, the perks. And so I can be quite sincere and honest and talk about sort of the things that I'm going through that are probably very relatable to other people who are reading. So I think that's, that was a big part of it. Creativity is really important for me and I get that in bucket loads through the magazine because I get to, you know, write. I do all of the, um, you know, source a lot of the artwork and do all the layout and design for the magazine, which I love. And then... I think just that sort of being supportive, being you know, helpful and offering reassurance to people was really important as well. So 
that again is something that I strive to do in the magazine. I sort of think, okay, well, what are some of the big challenges that people are facing and who can I speak to? Because, you know, I'm, I'm clearly, although I can talk a lot about working from home and I know quite a lot about it now, of course, from my own experience, but equally, I'm not the absolute expert on certain topics. So for me, it's all about, okay, who can I speak to who knows so much more on this particular topic? And then it's condensing that information and and sharing that in a way that's, you know, engaging and informative and hopefully very nice to read and look at as well. It's definitely a very beautiful and (laughs) informative magazine. I thoroughly enjoy reading it. So tell us a bit more about, are there any sort of causes that you feel particularly strongly about? Yeah, it's funny. Um, there, there are things that I definitely feel passionate about. And I think actually becoming a parent has emphasised a lot of those sort of passions and things that get to me a bit more now. I've never been massively political. Um, and actually, like with the magazine itself is, is sort of neutral in that sense. But obviously, you know, recently, for instance, in the news, there's been a lot of talk around the coronavirus working from home and these sort of messages about getting back to the office. And then it's like, no, you must stay home and be safe. And I, some of it's been quite mixed. And sometimes those sorts of things do, because I'm now extremely passionate about advocating for flexible working and the choice to work from home, those sorts of things. Yeah, I do sometimes get a bit annoyed by certain statements that I see coming out, sort of more sensational headlines around, you know, get back to the office. And I'm like, you all get back to work, because I think was one of the things I was like, well, you know, a lot of people are still working. We might not be working in an office, but it's not about getting back to work. It's just we are still working. We're just not working in the office. Um, But sort of on a more personal level and sort of generally, I think anything to do with children, I don't actually have any involvement, I suppose, with any sort of charities or things at the moment that work with this. But I'm really keen that children have that best start and that sense of kind of wonderment and creativity and, you know, inspiring them to be able to be the best they can be and do what they want. And sort of, you know, with my own children, I'm very mindful not to kind of try and engineer too much what they're going to do. You know, you, you know, I want to be able to nurture their talents and the things that they're really good at and their interests. And I think part of that has been from, you know, running my own business and, and, and sort of in the past, perhaps feeling as if I ought to be doing something because it was expected of me rather than because it was a genuine passion and something that I loved and obviously now I feel like I'm doing that a lot more and then the other thing that I'm very passionate about actually is the environment and climate change and wanting to be as sustainable as possible so yes it is handy that this next issue of the magazine is going to look at that as a topic but it's something that I'm always quite conscious of and, you know, even at home within our sort of our personal life, we try and do as much as we can, you know, realistically try and juice our things. And that, and that can be from anything from looking at, you know, who provides our energy to sort of how we recycle, where we buy our food, all of those sorts of things. So just to start finishing up, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you practice self-care or how you celebrate accomplishing a goal. What's your sort of downtime and celebration look like? I'm quite simple. I'm not sort of, I don't sort of, I'm not sort of being extravagant. Um, I I think celebration is really important. It's something I actually talk about quite a lot. And, and within our sort of homeworker community, if you like, every week, I try and encourage people to reflect on the good things, the positive things that have happened in their week and, and to celebrate. And celebrate doesn't mean popping the champagne and going out for a fancy dinner every week it's actually just acknowledging that you've done well because I think we do have a tendency 
particularly if we work on our own and we're on our own quite a lot to just hold on to any sort of negativity any sort of negative comment or something that sort of happens online or you know something you know maybe it was a, an interaction with somebody and we, we you know remember that one thing rather than all the good things that might have happened and all the sort of hard work we've done so that for me yeah it's really important to just almost just reflect weekly and just like okay what what has gone well this week what have I achieved and, and just allow giving myself the sort of a weekend off I think again that's it sounds very simple but as homeworkers we very often work is always there so it, it's quite hard sometimes to switch off spend a day where we literally don't touch the laptop so I'm very conscious of trying to do that that's sort of a part of my self-care you know going to bed getting enough sleep again quite simple but really important for me if I work too late I've started now to sort of try and get to bed a bit early wake up a bit earlier because I just find it works for me better that way and I I'm a lot more productive first thing in the morning so little things like that I know a lot of people think self-care and instantly it's bubble baths and massages and I I think that's great I think it's important that we do it for me self-care is much more about kind of just doing stuff that's good for me that I know is going to make me feel good and healthier and and yes it might involve having a bubble bath one night but you know it's it's also includes exercise for me I love running try and run as often as I can it hasn't happened as much recently because we've just moved house so everything's slightly chaotic but also just going for walks being outside in nature I love it so yes all of those sorts of things is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with listeners around the homeworker or your intentions for it the purpose behind it or anything else no, I think we, I think I've probably said everything, but I think, I mean, obviously the thing that I want people to know when they look to subscribe to the magazine or, or buy their copy is that it's always created with a sense of wanting to support and, and reassure and inspire. And that really is sort of the aim of every time, you know, I l- ask myself, you know, what would I find helpful to, or what would I have found helpful when I first started working from home, for instance? And I'm constantly learning myself and picking up on new things. So I think that really is the purpose behind it and why I'm very sort of careful, I suppose, with the things that I include in in the magazine. You know, I get a lot of emails and a lot of pictures and a lot of press releases and and some of them just aren't relevant at the time or they're not something that I feel would be useful at the time for our readers so yeah it's it's quite um there's a lot of decision making that goes on behind the scenes as well so where can people find you the easiest places is our website which is thehomeworker.com we also we are on facebook which is uh, the homeworker mag and on instagram as well which is at the homeworker mag and we will get you added to angel rated as well so that people can find the homeworker yes. on angel rated So thank you ever so much for joining us, Louise. It's been fantastic talking to you and to learn a bit more about the background behind The Homeworker and your plans for it and the love and dedication that goes into it that shines through from you. To read the show notes from this episode, you can go to angelrated.com slash podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe to the show and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends. The Angel Rated Show is brought to you by Angel Rated, the independent directory and review site for all the products, courses and services used by online business owners. It's the best place to find the perfect product for the next stage of your business or personal growth. 
Learn more and list your business free of charge at angelrated.com. 